Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I threw it up. <laughs> Yes, testing. Art. Yeah, Sam here. My uh, mic has been dummy proofed. Warren. That's my name. Don't wear it out. And me. All right, we're good. Just keep it in. Is that what you do? Wear it inside? It's like my old friend at work, Lupe. She used to say, hey, it's me, Lupe. <laughs> yeah? Every time. She would walk up? Like every time. Person? Every time. No, on the phone. Oh. Uh, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, it's me, Lupe. <laughs> Hi, Lupe. Hi, it's me, Warren. <laughs> What? I don't know what where that comes from, but that is a thing. It's kind of nice. It's kind of like it. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Hey, it's me. I. How much to do that for a week at work? Hi, it's every, me, Brian. Every single phone call, every single conference Hi, call. It's me. It's me, Brian. I mean, that's the same thing as saying thanks for calling. My, this is Brian. How can I help you, or something like that? That would be a whole no, other thing too. What if I did that? <laughs> You're starting by saying, "What does the me add to anything?" I mean, I I understand that it's a different way of saying it, but you're saying the same thing. Are we? Yes. No. Hi, well, how are you not? So it, it wasn't like, "Hi, this is this service," or "This is this shop." This is Lupe. What can I do for you? It's like, "Hi, it's me." It's Lupe. the same as saying, "Hi, this is Lupe." <laughs> Is it? Through a yes. It's a little. It's a little. Different. It's just a weird a way of no, saying. It's not the it's same. It's just a strange way of saying. It's a memorable way. That's certainly, for sure. certainly not the how, same. How long ago did you work with Lupe? <laughs> Four years. So memorable. It's so memorable. Every time. <laughs> so this was her answering, not calling in, right? No, no, calling me. Hey. Oh, calling you. Hey. Oh, calling you. It's that me. changes everything. It's me, Lupe. Oh, hey, Lupe. How are you? Good. Yeah, Lupe was super nice. Um, nice lady, and. Uh, she was from American Samoa, oh, which yeah. I don't really know the difference between regular Samoa and American Samoa. <laughs> I've never been to either. Right. <laughs> but there is a there there is a difference. They're not the same place. And uh, one day, I'm a big Warrior basketball fan. If the listeners didn't know that, uh, I was going to a Warriors game, and she didn't know about basketball. She was asking me, she's like, "Oh, what what's that?" And I said, uh, "Oh, you know, it's professional basketball." And she's like, "Well, what do you mean professional?" And so I spent like. 10 minutes describing the differences between like the, how people go up from high school and then you play in college and then you play in the, the pros. There's some miscommunication. And, and sure in the it. pros, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm sure you've heard of Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. This is a while back. And she's like, no, maybe I don't know about the Lakers. Like couldn't get much out of anything at all. And so at the end of it, I go, well, what, what sport are you into? What's your favorite sport? She goes, basketball. <laughs> no, no, it's me, Lupe. <laughs> and I just walked away, went to Warrior Game. Oh my God. Blown away. She was just very into regional uh, basketball. <laughs> I think it was the, the, uh, the professional thing. The, was romantic, that what? the romantic vision of basketball really got to her. <laughs> All you have to say is professional, you get paid, and amateur, you don't. Yeah. But how does that work? Like, how, how long do you have to do that? To get to pro. I mean, 
Yeah. Can I can I also mention that for the listeners, uh, Warren mentioned that he is a Warrior fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is such a Warrior fan that he uh, has cardboard cutouts of the players in his window facing the street. So just wanted to let you know. <laughs> Not currently, only in the playoffs, right? <laughs> only during the playoffs. And, uh, it's it's December. It's clearly I not think the playoffs. Was it? Was it? Uh, last time we drove by, somebody had a halo or some <laughs> yeah. shit. It was. A- <laughs> my sister made those. She brought them to the game and then she left them at my house, and I was like, well. I can't throw them away. Let's uh, put them in the window where everyone can see them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but have you ever put anything in your yeah, window? Like, he's, he's like never been a sports fan I or know. something. <laughs> never yet. Uh, I, I don't have one. Have you seen those authentic Giants fan ones? That the same in the thing with Warriors. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm not authentic. That's why I don't do it. See, I'm, I'm a fair weather fan. Oh, as they I say. Yeah. That would yeah. be a funny banner to hang you should, <laughs> Yeah, it should just be fair weather man. It should just be a fair weather giant. That'd be like an outline of a bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like an erasable whiteboard. So you can just, oh, you know, whoever's winning that's at right. the time. Or my favorite player is blank. And then yeah. you just always t- write it in. You can make exactly. it a digital sign and it automatically fills in whoever's at the top of the charts. I like it. All right. Thursday edition. Shall we? Get into it. Lane, what are you doing? I'm shifting a shift uh, gated shifter keychain that Michael from Road Stories gave us. Are you going to break that like you broke the pogo stick? Well, I already broke it. Oh, yeah. Before, no, before the know. podcast started, it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly a high quality. That's why we can't have nice I'm just, things. I'm just over here logging on to Patreon just to see what the user experience is like. UX, dog. <laughs> uh, all right. Bobby Reed says, what is your favorite eight-valve four-cylinder engine? Come on, Bobby. Is this just like a little lob underhand toss right for to me to Warren, just knock sure. out the I know. Park? Obviously, it's like... what, what, what do you think the best GTI engine is? He's got um, a tramp GTI eight-valve yeah. tramp stamp. Half a small block. Half of a 350 Chevy. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the name of the motor is, but uh, 80... Really? No. AB60G59. <laughs> There's something like AB9A or something. ABA. Oh, ABA. Is ABA the two liter? ABA 2K. ABA is the two liter. Are the Mark threes? I don't know anything about Volkswagen engines in terms of codes and shit. Oh right. Well, it's very confusing because newer cars will have the same two liter engine, and there's three different production numbers for it. So it'll be like an ABA, an ABG, and a Mm-hmm. whatever yeah i recently saw jace camisa had this rant post because uh volkswagen announced they're they're releasing their final four four cylinder you know their final engine group and just, in 2023 right. and he said everyone's you know kind of up in arms about it he said people realize the current engine group is from like 1976 or yeah. something like that uh yeah and it's gone this whole distance right so and they're thinking they'll get another 20 years out of this one and then at that point they'll probably have some other solutions i did hear that the e-golf is going to be rear wheel drive (gasps) what What? no way rear or all-wheel drive rear them down dude rear drive full electric would be pretty fucking rad i mean that's smart car territory right there that's i3 territory oh yeah rear 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 yeah rear 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 that's what it sounds like when you start it. <laughs> uh, okay, so dude, favorite... is that? Are you being honest with us? 
I'll, I'll do some research. I'll I mean, fact check. I'm fact now check. every all the technology is running through my head right now. Like where you know, like the motors up front, right? And that matters. <laughs> like, are they going to do a full like rear weight bias thing? You know, yeah, maybe, put the, maybe put the, put the battery. I'll we'll put the battery in the front and the motor in the back, or underneath, right? You put yeah. the batteries on the floor. I'll do some research mm. for you. Yeah, not right now though. Uh, favorite eight valve four cylinder engine? Anyone? Uh, yeah, Volkswagen. Else, I would say. Yeah, same here. I wish it's I a knew nice, more eight valve four cylinder. It's cylinders, a nice torquey right? motor. I prefer it um, over. It's the also 16. really easy to maintain. Yes. Yeah. Small footprint. Yeah, the M10 is kind of like. I mean, it's it's fine, but it like I don't know. It 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 Old lacks compared, character right? too. Yeah, I don't know. And then the three eighteen motor later was a sixteen valve. I don't know. That's a very good question. Well, I know the three eighteen. Oh, like well, oh, you're the, talking about the M42 motor. The oh, M42, yeah, 16 yeah, that's a, valve. Totally. And yeah. The yeah, I mean that that was the same actually, right? Was that's it the M42 in the in the E30 and the E36 Ti? Yes. Yeah. So I don't even know what what other. Uh, I'm pretty sure what, that what the one modern eight valve four cylinders are there. I don't know. Oh, modern. modern? But, yeah. But, like but, to compare to the VW that aren't. Oh, like aren't 80s, from like 90s, the seventies. Yeah. But to answer or your newer. question, the, the the TI I believe has an M44. It M44. Yeah, I fucking now I'm saying it. M44. I'm pretty sure because that's the same as the Z3 motor. It's basically the same motor, but uh, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, Honda had a bunch of A valve motors. Toyota had a bunch of 16, right? Or the B16. No, dude, those are none of them had valve valve? The Max. Yeah, yeah, those are those are 16 valve motors. Is uh, the 22RE Toyota motor uh, four cylinder two valves? I would guess so. That's like, isn't that a, yeah. It's an eight valve motor. Right? Yeah. It's got to be eight valve, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, that's my second, that's MR2 my second two motor, the four AGE, that's 16 valve. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good motor. Yeah. yeah good that's motor. 16 valve. Yeah. All the, all the D series motors, uh, are 16 valve motors in the Honda family. I mean, you had a bunch of, there was Fords and Chevys and stuff like that. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. There was, yeah. there was like, everyone had eight valve four cylinders. It was just, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then Porsche didn't do any. F- the 944. That was eight valve. Mm-hmm. Eight valve giant four cylinder. That's a minus. Yeah. Well, shit. What about that? Yeah, but I think the Volkswagen's like a better like all round motor as far as like it. It doesn't need sure. anything. It's just yeah. super. It's so like. Yeah. Maintenance friendly and yeah. I mean, yours is obviously bad, like no, but... it's good and it it makes really good torque and and pretty good power for the for the era too like 145 horsepower or whatever 143 horse but uh you know overall i think the volkswagen motors are just so much simpler and being a smaller displacement and everything yeah i can't think of anything i mean and didn't like all the i mean I th- volvo at eight valve motors Aren't the freaking uh those yeah. what those are, are the, pretty good what is that two liter the 2.2 liter the turbo that's in all the chrysler products aren't those eight valves I'm pretty yeah, sure those are, they are. Valve, right? Yeah, of course. I don't know. I mean, that was kind of fun. Not a very f- it's a fun little motor. Yeah, but it's not a fun motor. It's fun. Got Come a turbo. On. I don't know. It has yeah. a turbo, but yeah. it's not like... Yeah, there really it's isn't. It's not like it's the not. BW. No. It is not. Yeah. I agree with you guys. Even like the Volvo is a good motor, but it's not as playful as the V... You know, the, it doesn't rev like the VW does and stuff. Heavy, big old motor. Yeah. JPod999 says, thoughts on the Fiat 500 Abarth... Seems like a cool, fun car, but too small to actually be useful. If choosing between the Abarth and a Fiesta ST, which way would you go? Fiesta, Fiesta ST, Fiesta. all day. Fister. 
Colin M. Hill says... I mean, well, in general, just that 500, I, I just can't help but think, like, I'd rather have a VW. Yeah, I'd rather have a GTI. I'd rather have anything. Give me some space, That's right? That's pretty low on the want yeah. I mean, it, department. The, that, the motor does sound rad when I, you know, the, the Abarth one, but it's, like, tiny little box. Kind That's, of like, one of those weird, does it really sound rad? I'm always, it like... It sounds pretty good. I, but it I'm was always... Like the, it was, like, one of the first of the moderns that, like, so just it doesn't popped have like an crazy. Ex- it doesn't... I feel like it was before Jaguar and before... Yeah, and it doesn't have an exhaust at all. Or a muffler. Yeah. A muffler, sorry. Yeah. It just, like, is a turbo. Yeah. So that muffles it. And it's just, like, straight pipes back. But I feel like you did that to a lot of cars. It would sound pretty rowdy, you know? Yeah. It definitely, rowdy is the right word. It sounds rowdy. I don't know. I can't it decide if it's good doesn't sound great. It's just, like, yeah. but it is interesting. Yep. And when I hear one, I'm like, oh, what, what is that? What is yep. that? You know? I like the, the, you, the turbo spool is very, very, has like, a lot audible. of sounds going on. Yep. Dingley says thoughts on wheel spacers. What's the widest you would feel comfortable running? Ooh, I don't know. Kind of depends on the wheel and the car, but uh, smaller the better. And how the wheels wheel spacers go on, probably like like if they're uh, you know whether dude, or not ran, they're they're stud studs going through, and then you have the studs mounted to those. We ran or? two Ooh. inches on the Festiva. Oh really? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's probably pretty good. Which seems crazy. Yeah, I mean uh, that just. Were they like that's like, over the limit? Were they hub centric too, or were they just like bolt on the thing? Remember. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I'm the most I ran was like an inch and a half. It was for that's pretty wide. That's it was huge, really wide. Dude. It was on. Um, it was a 16 valve 1992 GTI that I found some really, really, really awesome uh, Japanese uh, Volk wheels that I I loved, and they were way too high offset. So, you know, I needed to fill that space, and they were the right bull pattern. And I put those on there, didn't have any issues at all. They look killer on there. Yeah, a lot of cars even have stock wheel spacers. Apparently, um, it really wears out wheel bearings and stuff like that. But you're putting the load farther out, right? So it's a bigger uh, lever arm, yeah. But I, I haven't really seen that. Yeah. I'm running seven mil on the rear of the 944. Yeah. That's. Pretty it, tiny that's though. super minor. Fifteen mils. Yeah, it doesn't. I had twelve all around on the M coupe, and I I just got longer bolts, so they were hub centric, so they actually you know fit in the little lip, so they're locked yeah. in, and I got longer. That's super important. You just make sure that you have the right enough uh, threads. Yeah, enough threads. So whether it be the yep. studs or or bolts. I had I had a three quarter inch solid aluminum plate for the uh, Specky Thirty. You made them. Yeah. Did everyone run that, or you getting a little loose with the rules? Uh no, it's definitely all within the rules. Like that, uh, most people did run wheel spacers. Got it. But uh, you would like some people would get like right to the edge, and we had to DQ a few people for being just like slightly over. I remember doing it to Brad from BTM. We Wait, what do you mean to the edge? Slightly, like we'd measure track width. Oh. To the outside of the tires. Oh. So if you have wheel spacers and you're running right to the, you know, there's a particular uh measurement that's in the books and we say what plates we're going to use for the measurement and all that stuff and if if you're too wide you're disqualified can you imagine getting disqualified by brian i know yeah it happened a lot didn't you disqualify yourself once (laughs) hey i was very strict (laughs) (laughs) my car prep was not up to my standards (laughs) um but yeah we disqualified brad from btm motorworks my buddy and uh, he just, he's like, fuck this. And he just removed the wheel spacers. And I don't think he ever ran them again. And it's like the difference is going to be pretty minor. So the that's way that so it handles and is the right? rule that like you're, you're disqualified if you don't change them by the start of the race. No, no, or no, no, bam, no. You're out. Yeah. If, if uh, you you're can out change for that it. race. Oh, you're out for that we race. Would, we would, 
get everybody uh, after the race. We, oh, it was after you know, the it's race. Kind of um, random checks, right? Yeah. So it's after the race. You get you stay in impound, and we check all these things. And if you had run the race, I mean, the biggest thing was we were checking weight. And if you were, mm. we run everyone through the scales. And if you were overweight or underweight, then you're that's you're like out. I was just watching one of the latest Jim Connor files. And Ken Block won, and then they pull him in, and he had lost, like, you know, oh, he, he won the qualifier. Yeah. And he had lost, like, the whole front end, and they uh, weigh the car. Yeah. And it's underweight because he didn't have the fucking front well, they, bumpers they give on you and the 10 hood. 10 minutes after that to get the car to weight. Yeah. And they threw on new bumpers and hoods and all this stuff, taped it all in. Seven it. hoods, I think, right? Still under. No, it wasn't still under. They didn't Dude, even, I don't I think they sent him out. That's didn't weird. do it. I mean, they, so usually you don't... And he got disqualified. They just didn't have him come out and race. That's super weird that I they know, would but... give them time because all you need to do is have heavy weights handy and you just yeah. throw them in the floorboard. Right. Yeah. Like, we would make, we were very strict about, like, you can't go to your pit. You have to wait in line. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm. Yeah, you, you can claim it as ballast or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah mean, that, would be, that. that seems really weird. Yeah. Mean, whatever the and rules it was like are, I don't know. The last race of the season. And... That sucks. Well, well, and he, he had just said he was, like, quitting after that race but spoiler it, alert but in mexico that doesn't work see because like uh as, as as soon as you tell him hey you're underweight the guy just hands you you know like two thousand pesos and then you kind of like you know just give him a handshake and then you turn away you know we didn't accept bribes art dang really what, what would have been a, a bribe that would have let btm slide we don't accept bribes <laughs> brian couldn't have even bribed himself i know he could have bribed himself. i tried yeah. <laughs> i'll get you a cookie later man oh no dude burger bro ben rogat says thanks for a dope experience at radwood la how do y'all decide on the trophies boom boxes nes cartridges and more what's next i think that's a brad brownell thing right it is so you'd have to ask brad but um sounds know. like he's basically just uh I think he just Go goes on Amazon, like, <laughs> find something. Cleaning up his room. Uh, yeah. yeah. So what would be a good trophy next time? Starter jacket? That's a good one. That's, That's too expensive. Insane. That's too you expensive. Do it. Is it? Yeah. Dude, there's like... I mean, it would like be like the Masters. Was it the, the I thought the jacket. the boombox this boombox thing was my idea, right? For this time, I don't know. Was yeah. it? You tell yeah, me. It was. Tell us. Yeah, it was. I mean, I I, I suggested it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, unless he already had thought about it. But like, so how did you decide that? I was just thinking of small, like like just '80s specific like paraphernalia, like just random memorabilia shit that you could give that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I what I searched for specifically was vintage vintage boombox usb or something like that i wanted to see if there was like a small like because you know you have like the bose radios or the you know the soul republic or like beats little pills and shit so i was thinking how about having something like that that looks retro right and they were functional yeah and so it was basically that you could do bluetooth or usb i think it was oh. yeah so uh that's not very period actually. it is not it just looks the part just like the whole fucking show so right? maybe a walkman it's derived from you know, next Mm -hmm. or a walk it out walk it out uh, we considered else. like a like a game like a game console like one of those retro game consoles that have that looks like a nintendo but have yeah. all the games how in about them. a how about a lunch pail with some graphics from a cartoon from the 80s that's, that's really bad. good that's not bad that's pretty good you full, of, full food, of cash like um Oh, Ooh, I got peanut one. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> I dude, got would one. Be stoked on that. <laughs> Capri be like, when did you make this, Lane? Like, dude, dude a long time ago. <laughs> VHS cool. cassette rewinder. Oh. Mm. 
That could be a cool little trophy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, but a cool car. Like, try to get like the one that looks like it's a trash, dude. Like an F40 or something. It's all trash, right? Yeah. It is all trash. That is true. And that and that's the whole point, right? It's like that's what it represents. It's trapper like, keeper. So, dude, Ooh. I almost. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna throw someone under the bus, but like, I'm not gonna throw a specific person throw under the bus. Somebody under the bus in this topic. Well, it's because <laughs> people write to us and complain that their car wasn't noticed, or you know that there was that oh, like my person my partner did all this work to his car and it wasn't even acknowledged and like or bike and bright re- or bright <laughs> brad replied and he said you know like thanks for you know thanks for reaching out whatever uh but th- our show isn't all about winning right it's about participating and having a good time and so like it's just like a bummer that that was like the main focus but i guess it is a car show and people expect that i don't know anyways yeah charade life is the current generation Mitsubishi Mirage the last honest car, quote unquote, or piece of basic transportation we can buy here in America? How do you think a clean, low mileage example would be received at Radwood in the year 2038? First of all, it wouldn't be eligible for a Radwood. It might be eligible for a shitbox wood. <laughs> I didn't know they were still making that car. It's like current. Right? So bad. Yeah, it's so bad. Didn't we? Doug DeMuro. We didn't were next he, uh, to one, right? On the highway yeah, recently? Yeah. So bad. Dude. Doug DeMuro reviewed one. It was gnarly. Really? I mean, it's like the corners cut are just astonishing. It's like my Mighty Max, but yeah, it's the yeah. year 2018. Yeah. Um, I mean, honest cars, I would say it's like, I don't know. What's an honest, what does that mean, honest car? But how about, let's look at basic, basic? transportation. Basic term, transportation. Hmm. I, I, I think he's got a point. I think that, it's lower than basic transportation. It's almost. I think as an American product that you can buy here in the U.S., not made in America, but something that you actually go to a dealer and buy something brand new, it doesn't have anything in it. It's so weird. And now Dude, even Corollas are pretty fancy. I mean, but they're also pretty expensive. So, right. it, but even the Mirage has to have like an infotainment thing, right? Nope. No. I thought it was. Oh no! It needs a backup standard. camera. It would yeah, need yeah, a backup yeah. camera. I think it's probably. Uh, I don't think they changed it for like two years. Remember. They just kept the model the same. There were no change, no changes to it. Mm. So maybe that's a thing that you can kind of get grandfathered in if you're not making a new model. No, I'm pretty sure it's, it's standard. Yeah, so I'm thinking definitely don't have that. 2017. Like you try to think of the equivalent, and the closest thing that comes to mind is a Trabant. But a Trabant has like so much history with like the whole Eastern Tra- Block thing, and you know, like just thinking of something. Trabants ex- aren't sold here in the United States. Oh, I know, but I'm just thinking like not modern. Either, I know, right? but I'm just thinking like it wasn't the question like is it going to be like collectible in 2038 or something like that? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was thinking about well, that. Well, you could also of- say a, a Daihatsu Charade. Yeah, yeah. It's Mitsubishi Mighty Max. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, there was a lot of those little like like Hyundai XLs or something. Yeah. Like the Hyundai Scoop. Scoop. <laughs> Scoop. Yeah, yeah. it's S-coop. not. Scoop. Yeah, there. I think it would be a conversation piece at one of our events in the future, but not necessarily something that exciting, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unless it I has, it, and they don't have like a cool graphics package or something that would. Yeah, I think it'll be exactly like my Mighty Max, where I ask people to guess what year that is, and they go, I don't know, like an '84. And I go, '95. <laughs> this car was made in 1995. Wait, is it OBD2? No, ninety five. No, ninety six is. That's crazy. It came out. It was the same year as like any thirty six M three. Right. They were making the Mitsubishi Mighty Max, but so was you know Toyota making their little pickup. But that looked a lot more modern. (laughs) It did. It did. (laughs) 
Anyways. It had curves. Oh, what about the... Uh, and, but the, the original question was if it was the last one, right? And so I think the Versa Note is right up there, right? It's the same shit. It's Versa almost... There, but it has so much... better. It's so much better. It's, it's extremely for like basic, too, though. For $800 more, you get so much more, I believe, yeah. with that car. It's and really, really basic. But the Mitsubishi styling. has like... The tires are probably 175. They're so bad. 165. Mm-hmm. I'll just send so you this, everything this is... Doug DeMiro review. Um, Aren't the tires probably some... How much is it? It's actually more expensive than... Uh, the Nissan, I think it's like eleven eight or something. Yeah, like and the N- Nissan's like eleven two. What happened to the Kia Sepia? Do you remember that? Sepia? <laughs> I think you've mentioned that. Like that's your fi- fifth time mentioning that. <laughs> I just car. like saying it. <laughs> I need to get one. Uh, T Frasca has a good question for cars with engine swaps. How important do you think it is to use the same makes engine? I don't know why, but I can't fully love a mismatched swap. I feel you, dude. I feel you too. I feel you. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't. Really? It's not like I don't appreciate it. No, but I just don't love it as much. Yeah, I think if you go with the same make, it it makes it that much better. Yeah, and the I, obvious. I, I think it has a little more value. The obvious is the yeah, LS swap everything, which mm. Tom Selleck and Vandal Industries. <laughs> Tom says hater to T. Frasca, <laughs> and then and then <laughs> Vandal Industries says you goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Those they both have V8 uh, LS swapped Volvos, um, which and is T. Frasca a... has a <laughs> like a 740 turbo motor in his Volvo 142. Yes, but what if he had with his nose in the air? Like if he had like an like an K swap? No, like an S54 or an S65 in there. Like that would be epic, right? Like that would be so would awesome. It? Would yeah, it? that would be really really cool. Like wait, who but, T Frasca? Yeah, I mean this but is as, crazy. Actually, that's epic? too modern, right? I'm trying to think of something that would be like that yeah. would have to build. I think the Volvo Turbo is pretty cool. Swap. I think it's cool, but it wouldn't be. It's not any cooler to me as like something rad of that era too. Like I think hmm. just it's all about the execution for me. Like if it's a really good clean like execution, like that's really like impressive. How about like right? really bizarre ones where it's a subaru wrx with a uh, s54 yeah i remember that one. bmw engine one. oh like the rear wheel drive conversion one mm-hmm. yeah I, don't, I thought that was great That's, it seems so ridiculous that was great that was super cool to me or what do they they put the super motors in fox body mustangs right mm-hmm. that just feels icky to me <laughs> i think it's cool it doesn't feel right i kind of like the s2000 motor in things for some reason mm-hmm. and that doesn't like mm-hmm. but but i i feel them on on that like um, like a BMW 2002 with a more modern BMW engine is probably a little cooler, I would say. Yeah, that's a good that's know. a good point. Like a E30 with a later E36 yeah. motor. I think about the 944, like the LS swap 944s. Actually, now I'm like, eh, things lame, kind of. And uh, but I think an Audi like two liter turbo swap in the 944 is way cooler. Even though it's, it's not the same exactly family, the same, yeah. but it's like, you know, it's Volkswagen Group and it's German at least. It's like kind of yeah. going towards that. But if it was like, um, yeah, I mean, if it was like but a, like a V6 Macan motor or What something. if he did the new Cayman motor in a 914? That'd be like the coolest shit, like way cooler Ooh. than any V8 swap or any yeah. Buick six-cylinder swap. Having a four-cylinder boxer engine out of the new, mm-hmm. the new yeah. Cayman Boxsters. That's cool for sure, yeah. But, I just think it... It takes it to the next level. Is it cooler say. than uh, exactly, like a? Like I don't what like if it, it was like what are those little the Hayabusa hybrid V8s? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, where they put two Hayabusas together? Yeah, like is it cooler than that in a 914? Yes. Really? 
Yes. Like that would be so impressive to me. But, sure, like, but the that's name like of that motor. I mean, come on, what are you gonna do with that thing? Haul ass. But I mean, I, I think I think what you're talking about though, there's like a, it's, it's definitely like engine swaps. Okay, I'm gonna say this. It's gonna sound weird, but it feels classier to go with the yes. one that it with the same brand because yeah. it's like it's updated. There's like this resto modi kind of thing that For goes. Sure. With the, it's I see the integrity it, of the car is like, and and it it's kept and oddly enough i think they're shit you know what you're right i think it would actually preserve or appreciate better right like if mm-hmm. it is i think so yeah. like especially a bmw i can see that like you know Definitely. bmw like 2002 with an s14 versus an f20 that's no, you know, you know, no comparison yeah exactly right so yeah. i can see that happening but to me it's i don't know and a 914 cool. with the subaru swap versus a whatever the motor yeah but there's also a huge one. price difference in that scenario right? oh yeah like it's like absolutely yeah yeah mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. Yep. Have you noticed? No hand. No, I haven't done a single little uh, gesture in your direction. Warm. Just kind of keeping it low key over <laughs> We're here. We're very know? early in the podcast. And the fact that you mentioned that yeah. is just. <laughs> you actually it... did gesture right there. So <laughs> you were holding it Have back. Have you noticed you that? <laughs> Rally Sideways says You guys have mentioned Merker XR4TIs or XRotties, as we call them. XRotties. Um, a few times in the past. And there was the gorgeous black one at Radwood. In your opinion, is it an undervalued rare car, or is it best forgotten to the passage of time? I think they're really cool, but every everything I've ever heard and read about them seems like they're really shitty cars. Like they're what? just very poorly really? put together. Well, they need. You're supposed to put a T5 out of a Ford in them because you know out of a Mustang. just like put a Mustang. Overall, like it just sounds like they're not very well put together. Mm. Like they're just they fall apart. Like is what I've like heard a lot. But here's I think they're kind of undervalued. They're they're, I think they're pretty cool, and they have like some rally roots and stuff. Five grand gets you a very, very yeah. Good it's kind of crazy, and they they look pretty awesome. They're um, I disagree. Funky. I think that's what's holding it back. They're funky. I think what? they're weird looking. I think they look. I cool. think they're very weird looking until you put the Cosworths or With, like the, the yeah. bi wing on it. And so stuff that like the and... one at at uh, Radwood, the black one that had a, the full Sierra Cosworth front end and yeah. everything, and like that completely that transforms. It. Yeah, it looks great so period wheels. Yeah, TSW had... Revos. E- Evos. Or... I think. Or Revos. Mm. Whatever they that. are. Split rear side window and. I don't know the, the proportions of it or something. The proportions are nice. And I'm I mean, from a like cool. a, I'm a front engine rear drive Ford lover. Yeah. Uh, and I I can't get myself. I think to they like look pretty cool. I do think the front end was like a little lacking, but when you do that that conversion, mm-hmm. it's pretty rad. And it looks like a lot of the like over in Europe when I was over there in '92 for the F1 races, all the Escort Cosworths were the the um the the whatever the parade laps or whatever the, the, <laughs> the route, safety what, car the safety cars yeah. um and it can, you know it has a lot of that you know yeah, but, but you, that is a different look like it's a better looking design yeah mm-hmm. but like when you do that euro look it I looks guess. so good yeah, yeah. i feel if like you it, swatch, it, if you're saying if you swap the entire front end then it looks good i'm just thinking yeah what else well, i mean there? i think it looks fine stock too like if you do it if you have it, it i think they look pretty decent i think they're kind of cool so, and of the era four cylinder turbo rear wheel drive late 80s early 90s like what else what else is there that that you would compare it to that yeah that is dude in a lot of ways it's like right? it's kind of like delta integrale or something like that where it's just like it's a super sh- kind of crappy temperamental thing what it needs um, is fender flares. but it's like five thousand yeah. dollars rather than fifty thousand but that that's like a really like kind of agricultural basic eight valve motor which we were describing right that doesn't yes yeah. like you but know, it's a turbo yeah but it's like a turbo then you have like a 
Lands in a Delta Integrale. Yeah, it's a 16 super valve. agricultural 16 valve with a turbo, like it, boring. It's a nice too. motor that like basically all Evos. But, I mean, I haven't driven like, one yeah. of those. It could be a nice motor too. I don't think but so. But it is a different, like the Ford Sierra Cosworth was a completely, that was a Cosworth motor, like dope, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it had the different front end. Yeah. And it had the different but those tail are bank, end. dude. I know, but I'm just saying, like, compared to what we hold in our minds and what you remember from the, you know, the pace cars, yeah. like, it is enough different that it's like, you know, so that's it, a, I mean, the motor's a big part of the appeal of that Ford Sierra Cosworth. Right. And that, that's not here. This it's is a detuned same. version of the it's SVO the pin- motor. It, it's yeah. a Pinto motor. Yeah, it's like an SVO, basically. It's a 2.3, right? That has like an SVO drivetrain underneath, right? Like, basically. I don't know. Someone, someone said it wasn't at some point. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. We we've talked about this before because we know nothing about them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All I know is the transmissions go bad and everyone does T five swaps. Hmm. And then I know that parts are not easily accessible. I still think it's an undervalued car. I'd rather do a, a good four one. cylinder Mustang. Oh, SVO. Yeah. Or I mean, I think they had uh, alternative ones. All right, Lane. Here's a question. Do something to the motor. Five grand. You can spin on one of these rear wheel drive XR four Ti. Or a sob. Oh, I mean, I'd go sob. There you go. Front wheel drive. Hood Rat Rally. What motorsport activity do you feel is the most underrated in the U.S.? Rally. 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 Not just because he's Hood Rat Rally asking me that, but uh, and maybe Rally Cross in general, like uh, what what uh, Ken Block was competing in, and that such well, a cool. They- of competitive sport, right? Right. It, it's not like really as hyped, but it the when they had it here, it was popular. Like they yeah, actually it's a like, different thing though, right? Yeah, yeah. It's there's more of a spectacle for sure, and it's also a stadium style. You know, it's a short course, but uh, I agree with rally though, in particular. Like that's like almost unheard of here. Like it's just yeah. like, hmm. and there's so many places that it could be used and done. Right? A yeah. lot of space. And it, it is done, but it's it's underrated, right? It's just yeah. like you, you hear about it. Like, like obviously, um, uh, the guys from Auto Off Topic, they are involved. They, yeah, like, they support a team, rallies. right? And, and the Pacific yeah. Northwest has a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. Pacific New Northwest England. And East Coast, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nothing around here. But up there, there seems to be and like a grassroots. actually. Yep. Yeah. Oh, in Southwest, too? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's like a big grassroots like rally scene. But, we, but it's there, all grassroots. Yeah, and it does not yeah. exist here. Yeah. yeah. That's underrated. Renz Berger says, what three songs do you have to hear the DJ play to make an official Radwood event? To make it an official Radwood event. So, um, uh, I was just thinking about this because when I was uh, walking through the event and our buddy DJ DP was playing Ain't Nothing But a G Thing. Yeah. That is so, not just because it was in LA. It's like everyone knows that song. It's perfect. Uh it's just a killer song. It's good. So it's that's good. that's one I would say. Um, what was the song that you were dancing to at uh, Radwood SF? I don't know. Double what? Dutch. No one was dancing. It's a lie. That's a myth. <laughs> it was some weird like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What it's was double that? Double Dutch. That was Double Dutch. You're yeah. right. It was Double Dutch. Oh, so you were dancing. I was not dancing, but that was a song. Yeah. What were you doing? Was that a? Uh, I was, I was fasting. It was a heat st- heat stroke. Uh, I forgot to put my sunscreen on. And I Meanwhile, was, <laughs> Art is wearing a Kangol cap. Oh shoot! And basically, yeah, a little off I've, to got, the side. I've got my shell toe like Adidas no, no, on. You have uh, sweat socks or sweatpants and socks. Yeah, uh, flip flops. Um, any other songs, Lane? You want to say? 
No, I don't have like a particular three songs. Lane's a Prince guy. I oh. dig some Prince, dude. Yeah. 1999 or yeah. Raspberry Beret or something. Ice Ice Baby, bro. That's probably it's mandatory. Probably pretty good, dude. Yeah. One that I have not heard, maybe he played it already, but I have not heard it, is Planet Rock. Oh, that's, that's like a good one. old school breakdancer. Yeah, totally. Song. And you would answer that, dude. I, I would. I, I see what happens is I go into it and I forget that it's happening, and then I come out, I snap out of it, right, and then I'm like mm. mid like pose or something, you know, like and next thing you know, I've been like breakdancing for thirty minutes. That's what happens. Calvin GTI says favorite factory graphics from the Radwood era. God, that's a hard question. Factory oh, graphics. I my go to always are '80s Forerunners. Like that, mm, that really, really cool, good gradiated, answer. super simple, clean. It looks awesome. And the pickup trucks, just yeah, general, they're really right? good. Pickup trucks are good. Yeah, because they got so wild, and somehow it looked just normal. Yeah, some like they were multicolored in right. some cases, and it's like, how do you pull that off? Did you like, see that Toyota van I posted to Camping Wall? Awesome. It was one of those uh, regular Toyota, you know, oh, funky vans, but four wheel drive on the side and. Mm-hmm graphics they were so outrageous i mean yep. the four-wheel drive it says it in like yeah three yeah. foot by one Huge, foot right? wide graphics with like you know yeah. blue and white and just so amazing uh at matt farah's birthday thing uh or the pre-radwood party we should call it beyond <laughs> yeah. that uh by the way happy birthday lane damn it we forgot to fucking oh, say happy birthday oh, dang. monday we were we actually i was in the car with him all something. day i didn't think about it till <laughs> yesterday <laughs> we were supposed to do something and uh, yeah. it didn't happen i think but, we had some birthday cake though yeah yeah. oh did it happen yeah. okay sunday yeah, Amanda night. was gonna order something. well it was like on sunday night it was like three days after his birthday no, no, it was the day before. Saturday night. No, Sunday night. Sunday night. We shared birthday cake together. No, Saturday night. Uh, so Mr. No, Lieberman. It was after the show. It was not. No, we opened it. It was actually the day before. You were already asleep. It was uh, after Matt Ferris. You ate fucking cake without me? After Matt Ferris. They pulled it out. <laughs> I think they just wanted shit. to eat it so bad. They're like. <laughs> they just started digging in. I was worthless. I fell asleep. So I don't, yeah. I don't, but uh, uh, so Mr. Lieberman, Johnny Lieberman was there and we're hanging out. And so we we're talking about Poor guy. the guy. Uh, not was, him. You. We ended I mean, up. Dude, not, not you. Him. Dude, we, we, we went into a, our the competition was the, the weirdest, most disgusting food we'd ever eaten. And things got deep and he ended up winning with horse penis. And I, I lost. Uh, but um, I think I heard him say puffin. Puffin was the most disgusting, but to me, horse penis was more disgusting. So that's where I gave up. I'm yeah. like, dude, that's gnarly. I'm not yeah. gonna. I don't. I've got nothing. But uh, the Toyota Vans, yes. right? In the U.S., they're just called Vans. Yeah. And he's like, well, actually, they were supposed to be called Master Ace Vans, like they were in Japan, right? Yeah. But that was pulled in the Western world, Master Race, because in Germany. <laughs> They were the Toyota Master Race van, <laughs> and that didn't fly so well. So they actually ended up pulling it entirely from the Western market. Uh-huh. And so yeah. everywhere else, they were just called vans. This right? one is called the Space Cruiser. Whoa. So it looked four like a four. Space Cruiser. No, I was... I don't... I can show you the picture. It's on Camping Well Awesome for anyone uh, on Instagram. But uh, yeah, Space Cruiser Toyota van. And in other parts of the world, I think that turned into the High Ace. Oh, okay. Which is still still offered, and they're awesome. They're really cool. Yeah, very very cool. Um, I kind of want to mention the conversion vans, but they they had wild graphics. Yeah, but were those factory? Really, this. I mean, I guess it depends. I mean, they. I think they sold new on the lot with the conversions and the weird paint jobs. But it was factory. How about RVs? 
No, that's not factory. Winnebago's. It's not a factory. What? It's just some fucking carnies with spare time. <laughs> with I hand mean, sauce? They, they don't really be Toyota anyways. Toyota pickups. No, yeah. A lot of them were just bad, right? Super bad. Barbed wire and tribal. No, that's, that's later. That's later. Yeah. I don't thinking, like I'm when they got... I like the geometric stuff. I don't like when they got like little splashes and stuff. That doesn't match oh, the body like contours. Like 90s? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was trying to think. Mountain like, ranges? I, like you like the that? Suzuki XC... <laughs> 80 or whatever or what x90 oh xc90 it's not xc90 no xc90 is a volvo. The volvo i know exactly what you're talking the about the, the, it's like I the two-door little tall thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. with the, the weird splash graphics like i there's got to be some splashy stuff that, that was also good i'm down with splashy stuff i just can't think of anything right now yeah hmm hmm Hmm. Racing Ali says, if you had to do a two-way engine Volvo swap. 242 GT. Hmm? Pretty subtle. Yeah, Pretty good, though. Orange and black. Yeah. I mean, it's not that you need, subtle. You need some angles. Like, you know, the Toyotas, like, go up and down and swoop and, like, around. And some gradation to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Racing Ali says, if you had to do a two-way engine swap that would be cool, what would it be? A bad example would be a Corvette LS into a Geo Metro and the Geo Metro three-cylinder into the Corvette. So you had to swap mm. equally. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna, this is super mm. easy. Cheap S2000 E30 M3. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of same for same. I know, right? That's but okay. that's the, but we're that's trying the to, only way you can do we're it. We're trying no. to even it out, right? No, no, that's no. E36 M3 and C4 Corvette or C5 Corvette. Isn't that same for same too then? Got that poor no, V8 versus, v8 versus yeah, straight well, he was six versus four, right? Yeah, four, they're four high revving four hours, cylinders, man. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were both they were both four. Yours is interesting. I can see that, yeah. Both would be fun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the the Corvette, that whole chassis, it's not super heavy. Right, it's, it's probably slow, the same slow, weight, right? Like same weight, it, yeah, about the same weight, but uh, totally different driving experience. And then getting to drive that, use that chassis with like more of a free revving, like straight six that we all yeah. like, you know. I guess, yeah. I wonder how much it changes the handling because the the pushrod V8s are super, like it's like a deep V, right? And they are pretty low center of gravity, so it raises um, it a bit. Yeah, yeah, and then you're kind of in a, but it is very central, you know, like the straight, the yeah. inline. I don't know how that affects handling. I yeah. I, I really like the BMW straight sixes. I think it'd be fun to. I, yeah, they're know, great. I, I yeah, just that's a cool one. Hmm. Yeah. Can't think of anything else. Um, F40 and a Chevy pickup truck. F40 and an R129 SL72. No. What the, the baddest uh, V12 AMG motor of the era in the back of an F40. You hmm. have a twin turbo V8 in the front of a snarling hmm. R129. That's pretty right. wild. That's very creative. I like it. Thank you. Gets a lot of points. Pre Pagani. Because I've got nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we'll come back to that. The Toyota Previa says, What's your two car solution from the Young Timer collection going to RM Sotheby's next Ooh, year? Two car, you said? Yeah. I, I, I didn't I see what was on the list. list. We can. This could be a good E I A O. Oh, okay. Yeah. We owe them two now. But just to, actually, no, I can't name them because then um, I was trying to name cars that wouldn't that weren't going to be my picks. But he has no. That's good like, because yeah. we didn't need to do research. I don't know any other cars for sale. But yeah, I, I know the picture. Are, but Young Timer Collection is in German, Germany. 
Uh, no, he's got everything, but I, it represents no, Radwood era. Oh, German, uh, that's like I don't know where term, it right? is. I don't know where yeah. it is. I just saw like I was, several people sent it to me, and like, but it, there's like a Mark IV Supra in there, RX7, like FDR7. There's pre-merger AMG shit in there. There's all the M cars from the '80s. It's all the stuff we love. It's like thirty cars or something. One hundred and eighty. Yeah. It's everything. Dude. Everything, cars. dude. It's R five. It's R five turbo. It's everything we love, dude. It's all in there. I bet we'll all pick the same cars. Mm, probably no, not. we won't. <laughs> Actually, Boyer and I might pick one of them. Yeah, so, yeah. I know which one will be the same, but. Um. Okay. So Toyota Previa. Hope you're a Patreon member. Because we'll answer that on Patreon. Beamer Lover says, so I graduated college in 1987. The brands that a new grad could afford included Suzuki Suzuki Samurai, Hyundai XL. I even had a friend buy a new Yugo. What brands have changed the most for both better and worse? Hyundai has changed. Absolutely. Way, they're like I mean, top. Yeah. And Suzuki is barely, they, they don't even exist in this market. I no. mean, they're in Japan and other countries. <clears> but Yugo, I don't think, ever made a car in the 2000s uh, ever. I'm trying, well, what would have been of that era that, so Daihatsu is still small car stuff in Japan and in India and whatnot. Yeah. They're nothing. Um, Hyundai is by far the the answer there. What What year did he say? 87. 87. But he's just yeah. saying these brands, oh, like these Nissan brands. Nissan got worse. Yep. Definitely. Um, Daewoo doesn't exist. Wait, 87. Okay, so... Anymore? Well, not necessarily just talking about brands he could afford as a, you know, as yeah, a fresh Acura college is, grad. I would say Acura has gone downhill since then. I but Lexus so. has not. So... Lexus is... I mean, they kind of came out with a, the biggest bang ever. Yeah. But they're still, like, super highly regarded. Like, they're, yeah. like, top-notch luxury cars, right? So... Um, and they, Lexus they're wasn't up even there. there back then, right? So they were 89, right? 89, yeah. Mm, um, right. Dude, what do you guys think about the call of uh, BMW going downhill? Oh, yeah, for sure. 87, they were like top, top of notch, the heat. Yeah. Nowadays, if you look at 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. Cadillac. Mm. The other direction. It's gotten better. <laughs> well, that was, they were still making rear wheel drive kind of uh yeah, boats they weren't good no they, they dropped off long before then but i know but they weren't good but are they better now that's oh, the yeah, that's a, yeah they're, they're better now pretty they're better similar now. <laughs> they're way better now um sob story says what's the deal with third gen forerunners that's 96 to 2000 uh, the Toyota tax is crazy is a nissan pathfinder or infinity qx4 comparable yes um yes Although you cannot get a four-cylinder in the QX4, that's that uh, V6. That's a good six. Yeah, but can Same you get a manual in the QX4? No, but you, but you can, can in the, the Pathfinder. Yep. Oh, in the Nissan, you can. You're right. Yep. Yep. Um, I like that third-gen Forerunner. Wait, uh, what year personally. is third-gen again? Oh, I'm wondering if it crosses over with the, the uh, Xterra at all, because that is a pretty well-regarded. Uh, I think Xterra is after that. I think so too. Yeah, early 2000s. But Xterra's maybe the same to price range, actually. Yeah, yeah. Xterra's are pretty junky. Do you, I don't uh, know. They, they, yeah, they get they're pretty well regarded. A little trivia: uh, there is a sports coupe that uses the same motor as the Xterra. Do you know what that is? I don't even know what the Xterra has. The four cylinder. No. Yeah, 
Is it? Yeah. Well, that there's a there's optional. a there's a dual overhead cam four cylinder that's used in other sports cars. Two forty SX. Yep, the S fourteen. So the last ones they use the same motor. Actually, the update of the S thirteen might too, but it's yeah the later um, the K twenty four. Yeah, the K twenty four. That's the, the same that's in the Xterra. Yeah, because that was in my Nissan pickup in eighty seven. Yeah, so you got the single overhead cam version, and the late and the Xterra one's a dual overhead cam. Who was it that was telling us they had an Xterra and it was the worst car they've ever owned? Shoot. Yeah, I, they said it was just it was just their cost of hard to work on. Would too, break all the time. Yeah, I know nothing about those, but I really like great. third gen uh, foreigners. <laughs> QX4s, QX4s will put you can put a lot of mileage on those too. If I feel like the Pathfinder, if an Xterra is a K24, they were making that motor forever. Yep, and they ran forever. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like triple locker stuff. I, I I wonder like what could be the problem. Like, it seems like I don't know. Well, it's I've different. It's a things. six. It's a dual overhead cam motor too. So they changed the motor, but yeah. Uh, the, yeah I, I think know. it was all the other stuff, like everything just broke. I forget Interior who it was. Who was it? Stuff? No, like drivetrain and stuff like that, brakes and all that <laughs> stuff. What was the um the Pathfinders always felt really solid to me. Yeah, compared to the Toyotas too, like driving them, they felt stronger. They're like more heavier. Like, like they're like a heavier, more heavy car. duty of yeah. that generation. Yeah. yeah, I like the dude. I love the early yeah. '90s ones. Those are my favorite. I, early I '90s ones say, are yeah. the yeah square body based ones. Will they go crazy so, mileage? So dope. It's interesting though. Uh, you mean hard body? Hard body. Square body. Hard body. Um. So I was driving a hard body pickup, and I was working next door to a four by four shop. And, you know, looking at like lifting it or whatever. And you look at the front suspension and it's like super weird to lift. Like the way it was all connected. I don't even remember what it was at the time, Mm. but it was like Toyota comes in and, you know, that's what they work on every day, all day. Toyotas and Chevy pickups. And they're, you know, the world's your oyster with anything you want to do with those cars. The Nissans are a little different. So, Mm. I mean, if you're going to do a sport truck racer, I think the Nissan might be a better choice. Mm. But um, for the any you know if you are doing anything other than just driving on the streets, like if you are doing off road stuff, then getting a getting to the standard Toyota might be worth the extra Toyota tax you pay up front to buy the car. I think to answer his question, the Toyota tax is extreme, and you can get good value on those other ones. Other choices is a third gen even that much? Yeah. No, I mean they're not even that expensive for low mileage ones. They are, yeah, yeah. Dude, didn't that? Oh, it was even the later one. Remember though. Four hundred rent for like twenty two grand don't, or something on BAT for yeah. and it was gold on don't tan or something. Oh, that, is that yeah. a is this a Tacoma thing like where they it's an aesthetic thing because everyone just says like Tacomas are like the best looking trucks like the third gens so is because that generation of Forerunner is a very good looking like SUV so. right cross yeah. or whatever the hell and it is. it's before it went to this um like obvious SUV it was still kind of a truck it was sedate. slim yeah whereas like the other ones are kind of kind of boring right i mean the xterra is kind of cool looking but the like the pathfinder that generation is very just round, i think they're pretty like, cool dude simple it's kind of boring to me i don't know oh i guess the later ones got a little round of that huh? yeah like yeah, to compare. yeah, 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 yeah first right. gen is first gen's awesome the square bodies look rad i love dude. them hard body. the two-door ones hard are so god square two-door yeah two-door hard body uh, pathfinder is yeah, on my list those like things look so tough my and those wheels the like were they four spokes and they're really three. blocky? Three. three. They're three twin, spokes? Twin, they three look spoke. pretty rad, though. Very yeah. cool, yeah. Yep. Heavy as Easy. ice. Yeah. All right. That's podcast. <laughs> Later. <laughs> See ya.
what sport are you into? What's your favorite sport? She goes, basketball. 